You're listening to the Modern Horrors Podcast Network. Today's episode of Final Girls Horrorcast is brought to you by Mondo, Tyler S., Tommy B., Black Cat, and Monica. To become a part of our amazing Patreon crew, please visit us on patreon.com slash finalgirlshorrorcast. and thanks for joining us on the 216th episode of Final Girls Horrorcast, the show where we discuss some of the horror, thriller, and sci-fi movies currently available on your favorite streaming sites. I'm Amy. And I'm Carly. For this week's episode, we watched Spring and The Lost Boys, as selected by our all-knowing Wheel of Terrors. <laughs> as a reminder, we do tend to spoil movies, so continue at your own risk. Spring is up on Hulu and Tubby TV and Shudder, and The Lost Boys is up on HBO Max, Tubby TV, and AMC Subs. So check those movies out before continuing if you are spoiler sensitive. Lots of options. Yeah, you can just find these anywhere. I mean, these movies, I mean, not to question the all-knowing wheel, are very strangely paired. <laughs> but... Uh... Uh, but sure. I'm not questioning the wheel. I would never do such a thing. It's all knowing. Um, so. They're beach movies. <laughs> it's true. They're ocean movies. Ocean it's side true. flicks. <laughs> you found it. Yeah. You found the common denominator. There we go. And Yeah. <laughs> but lots of options for you to check those out, guys. Okay. But before we jump into today's films, let's get started with a segment that we like to call... Trailer Trash Talk. Today's trailer is old. <laughs> it's new, Sorry. but it's old. <laughs> with, I don't know why I found that so funny. With the <laughs> with a July... That just sounded rude. It did. It's, it's old. old. <laughs> with a July 23rd release date, it's written and directed by M. Night Shyamalan... I think it's also directed or written by other people. Oh, no. It's based on the graphic novel created by Pierre Oscar Levy and Frederick Peters. The IMDb summary is a family on a tropical holiday who discover that the secluded beach where they are relaxing for a few hours is somehow causing them to age rapidly, reducing their entire lives into a single day. It's It's terrifying. It's my worst nightmare. <laughs> it's like so intense. But Jumanji Kid's in it, so I'm stoked. And so it, I don't know if Jumanji Kid is the same as uh, Hereditary Kid, but yes. also Hereditary Kid. That's correct. Okay. I still haven't seen the what new the Jumanji fuck? yet. Why? And I, was, I actually looked last weekend because I was thinking about, I watched like an interview or something, like an old interview on TikTok with them, and they were all being hilarious. And I was like, I really need to watch that movie. Oh Carly God. loves that movie. So I like looked up to see if it was streaming, and it's literally not streaming. And so you will pee your pants. I know. Maybe I just need to rent it. I bought it because I love it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So I'll check it out. I'll check if, it out. If you rent it and you don't like it, I will give you money. <laughs> I'm not that worried about $3. Shh. <laughs> I'm just saying, there's no risk here. It's okay. only reward. Okay. So let's talk about old. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, so this, I was surprised when I found out this was M. Night Shyamalan because it doesn't feel M. Night Shyamalan-y to me. 
It doesn't. Jason actually sent this to me and the way he texted it to me this morning and the way when I clicked on it, I couldn't read anything about it. So I didn't know what it was called. So I couldn't like look it up while I was watching it. Right. And I literally at first I was like, is this? Oh, what's that movie called? So what's that movie with uh, with um, uh, fuck. What the hell is her name? Why am I blinking? Serena. From... Winona Ryder. No. Beetlejuice. No. Serena from uh, that Gossip show. Gossip Girl. Yeah. <laughs> What's her name? I don't know. Ryan but Reynolds are you wife. talking about that the chick. shark one? Yeah. But I was like, is this a sequel to that shark movie? And then I was like, oh, no, this is taking a weird turn. And then it was like <laughs> M. Night Shyamalan. And I was like, what? And then I was into it. But I'm excited for this movie. I, I think, think the trailer it looks terrifying. It looks terrifying. I'm all in. I'm excited. Like I do. Lively. Sorry. I do worry that they're showing a little too much in the trailer, though. Because, like, what else is left here? <laughs> I feel but, like I know everything. But it's an M Night Shyamalan movie, so probably you don't. That's true. There'll be a twist. Oh, there'll be a twist. There will definitely. Probably I'm not familiar be a with twist. these graphic novels. Me either, but I kind of want to read them now. Yeah. I wonder if they're also called old. Uh, TBD. (laughs) I I mean, I looked it up, but I apparently didn't notice what it said. Let's see. I'll look it up again, and this time I'll pay attention. Google it. Sandcastle. Based on the graphic novel Sandcastle. I like that name. Is that weird? No, it's a good name. Why didn't they name the movie that? Because of their, I don't know. Oh. I like it. Oh my gosh, I want to read it. Yeah, but I feel like we should watch the movie first because then the twist uh, will be ruined, right? That's true. The gr- Oh, but the, oh, it's pretty. <laughs> the graphic novel is pretty? Yeah, there's a lady. She's floating upside down. Oh, check out this poster. <gasps> oh, I love this poster. Send it over. I want to see it. Oh, my goodness. Okay, great. Let me see. Okay, I'm trying. It's difficult. Sheesh. Copy, paste. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Patience, my love. Patience. Control C. I'm trying. Wait, (laughs) where is it? Oh, my God. (laughs) So impatient. The suspense. Okay, I sent it to you through Skype. (gasps) Ooh. With the one leg is like a sexy lady leg and then the other leg leg is like a skeleton leg with the old lady skin coming off one arm is sleek with bracelets and the other one is skeletony loose skinny oh it's good i'm clapping it's it's a good that is one of the better posters for a who's this graphic designer it's good it's good it's good. You know who would like this poster? Me. Quentin Tarantino, I bet. Some I like, nice footage. I like that it's a Get new it? trip. Get it? Oh, footage. yeah. I do. He loves, the, he loves that. He loves the footage. That's why he's a director. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I love that it's a new oh, trip funny. from yeah. M. Night Shyamalan. Uh-huh. And the tagline is, it's only a matter of time. Oh, my God. It's so scary. Before you're dead. <laughs> Apparently, M. Night Shyamalan wanted to do this because he's like having difficulty with the aging and the watching your parents age thing. 
and wanted to explore that. And I can relate. That's legit. I'm constantly having a a crisis about aging. (laughs) I keep waiting for it to go away and it's just getting worse. I feel like so many people are focused on age and I don't care. (sighs) I wish I didn't. What's your secret? It's not even something that I think about. (laughs) No. I literally don't think about it. Like I don't think about how pe- how old people are unless they're like unless they're like 15 and they look 25. Then I'm like that's weird. But like <laughs> if that's not the case, like I don't I don't care. <laughs> what about when they look Yeah, but what about when they look 15 and they are 25? Great. What are they what are they using, you know? No, I think it's more like that's just how 25-year-olds look and we're old. <laughs> Oh, no. I think that most 25-year-olds look 25 or Mm -hmm. older, and it's Mm -hmm. weird. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Yeah, I don't have that problem. I don't know. I'm not concerned with it. That's good. I know. I'm excited for you. I wish I had that. Someday. You won't. I I need to do, like, the hypnosis thing. (laughs) Yeah, where you just, like, don't give a shit about age. I don't care about getting old. (laughs) Anyway, this movie looks amazing. I want to see it. July 23rd, coming to a theater near you, I would assume. Yes. Well, definitely near me. Yes, yes. You're very fancy. No, it looks like it's a wide release, like, worldwide. So like, yeah. looks like all no. the countries, yes, it's coming. It's M. Night Shyamalan. I'd be surprised if it wasn't. Yeah, it was, <laughs> Let's be real. Exactly. Uh, okay, great. Rave reviews for the old trailer from Us Final Girls. Yeah. I'm Moving excited. on. What Thanks, do we got? Jay. Um, we're talking about Spring from 2014, directed by Justin Benson and Aaron Moorhead. You've heard us speak about The Endless and Resolution and Synchronic. Uh, It's written by Justin Benson, and the IMDb summary is, A young man in a personal tailspin flees from U.S. to Italy, where he sparks up a romance with a woman harboring a dark primordial secret yeah so this is the final benson moorhead film that we have to discuss that we have left to discuss for now until they make more movies yeah um because we've done all the other ones i think we have we have so we just recently discussed synchronic if you missed that episode we did not love that one but we do love the endless and we do love resolution we do we love and we do love us some benson and moorhead just in general it's true so uh i'm curious this was your first viewing i'd seen spring previously but how did you feel about spring upon your first viewing it was fine (laughs) i it was fine i liked it it's the third my third favorite of theirs yeah um that's correct that's the correct (laughs) statement (laughs) it was fine i liked um I didn't care for the first half of it, I would say. Not that I didn't care for it. I just, I think I wasn't in the mood to watch it, but I was like, I have to watch it because we're recording tomorrow at the time, like we were. A week ago. Yeah. (laughs) When we didn't record when we were supposed to. And so I was, I like kind of forced myself to watch it. And so I like was kind of distracted Um, because I didn't like anybody for a while. Sure. um, Until I liked the woman. She's fun. And I like the old man in the orchard. Yes. Um, it's really funny. I remember uh I remember being like he oh god, now I can't have to think of like the New York thing that he said. But he was like talking about how he'd never been 
you know, to New York or something mm-hmm. like that. And then mm-hmm. two seconds later, he was like, it was horrible. And I was like, you're from the East Coast, sir. <laughs> like, you cannot say horrible. And I was like, the next thing you're going to do is be saying orange. And then we're going to have a real problem. And then like 20 minutes later, he's on the orchard and he said orange. And I was like, fuck, this guy's like, and he like, this is the actor. But anyway, I just remember is that, that being East a big, Coast thing. What do I say? It's it's orange and it's horrible. Unless you're I from say- the East Coast. Specific. I'm from the East Coast. I say orange and horrible. I also grew up there, but my that dad sounds like is, a Boston accent. No, my dad is from Yonkers, and he 100 oh. says orange. Right. Um, apparently, this actor was from New Jersey, so I guess some oh. people there also say horrible and or orange. I can't orange. <laughs> <laughs> but I remember that sticking out in my head so badly for some reason. So oh. that's what I took away from this movie. <laughs> All right, number one takeaway from Carly. Is that he's a liar. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he you could be from Jersey and never go to New York. Maybe. No. No. Can't. Let's can't. be real. No, I mean, no. he's supposed to be from East County. He's supposed to be from San Diego. Yeah, I he's believe. from California. Um, Justin Benson is from San Diego originally, I think. Uh, and East County is when you say East County, you mean San Diego, East County. As far gotcha. as I'm concerned, I don't believe anyone else says East County for any of their towns. No, I'm pretty sure he also said that he's like never left California or something. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. East County is like I like I live in East County, but like <laughs> when you say go back to East County, it's it's a it's an insult. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Fun facts. So like in the beginning of the film, when the guy is chasing him back to his house and he goes, go back to East County. Oh. Uh, that's supposed to be like, go back to like you know your shithole east county gotcha east county is uh there's nice places in east county though uh but yeah it's cheaper and and so uh, and there's um some areas with meth problems so sure it is an insult to say that here that's not something you want uh that you say to someone you like interesting <laughs> in okay. san diego it's considered Good. an insult here for sure i'll make sure to never say that to anybody i mean you can no i don't want to be rude um, but you might get hit or something i'd prefer not to (laughs) so uh uh yeah Uh, anyway um that was my takeaway from that was my takeaway uh (laughs) (laughs) well tony was watching the beginning of this with me and we were when he said go back to east county we're like oh they're in san diego (laughs) (laughs) exact same moment um i i don't know how I feel about the very beginning of this movie because I feel I feel like they're acting like they're from the East Coast. I do just too, in honest- the way they're talking to each other and treating each other. It does not feel San Diego at all to me. It feels very East Coast. Honestly, it felt Chicago to me. Or and Chicago, then, yeah, yeah. And then like when I saw where they lived it looked very similar it just reminded me of chicago and then it reminded me of shameless like that neighborhood oh, that they lived yeah, in. yeah i could like see this street. being philly too yep yep it had almost a philly kind of vibe yeah uh definitely not san diego though no. <laughs> so i don't know why they made it because i don't know like uh it just didn't feel like it kind of looked like san diego but it definitely didn't feel Uh, like san diego the way that the characters were treating each other uh is not something that felt familiar to me from out here but maybe back home a little bit um because there's like people saying things like your whole family's dead you should 
you should go travel. <laughs> it's just so blunt. People don't talk like that out here. They're too worried about hurting your feelings. <laughs> they'll, they'll, they'll do backhanded compliments, but they won't just come straight out and say shit like that. And punch you in the face with their words. Yeah. <laughs> There's so many times that they're like, your whole family died. You have no family. Like, yeah. he knows that. Why are you shoving that in his face? How rude. It's so rude. <laughs> I literally wrote, nobody talks like this. <laughs> it's so mean. It's or so like funny. when he's sleeping with the girl and he goes, and she goes, I'm only here because I feel sorry for you. Like, yeah. that's not something you say out loud. No. Like, maybe that's true. <laughs> no. And we don't so really have mean. any background on like their friendship to like be like, no, it's okay. Because they've been friends for this, this amount of time. Yeah, you know what it, I mean? I, yeah. It feels very like dirty and like straightforward and not reminiscent of of west coast to me at all whatsoever yeah but i mean that aside it's still a weird thing to say to somebody for sure yeah because it's very fresh yeah and when he's in the cab he's like you know i want to go somewhere where should i go and the woman in the cab goes white people love italy Do <laughs> and so he decides to go to, to italy which is the dumbest way to do that ever and i guess maybe it's the only way to do that scene without or one of the only ways of doing that scene without like having a shot in an airport which i feel like is probably pretty difficult to do as an indie filmmaker didn't he call on the phone and be like what flights are available and they were like we have one leaving to rome or something like that no he asked the black woman in the cab with him where should i go and she said white people love italy all right there we go. Which, okay. Going to Italy. <laughs> sure. Um, and then I didn't like the guys when we got there, which I, you're not supposed to, I guess. But why but like, do we even need those guys? Girl, I don't know. Why did they need to exist? We could have had a better background of him back home so we understood a little bit better. Yeah, that, I don't know. I don't, I just... I don't I don't know. I don't feel like we needed those dudes, although it is kind of a thing like you travel abroad and you meet people and you travel together for a little while. OK, but they did they need to be the worst? No, they definitely didn't need to be the worst because they were like they like, were the worst. They were the worst. And it's like, why? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> anyway, that was not my favorite. I love the old man that he's on the farm with. But it is funny when the guy smokes the Wi-Fi code. (laughs) I did think that was funny. (laughs) I was like, oh, all those toxins. When he's looking, looking, where's the Wi-Fi code? Where's the Wi-Fi code? He's like, isn't that that little piece of paper you used to make a J? And then he's like, oh, I blazed the Wi-Fi code. Oh, man. Do people make roll blunts with with regular paper? Sure, why not? You can. I don't know. That freaks me out. I just think of all the bleach in the paper. <laughs> this is, my technical brain is so weird. <laughs> so pretentious. Only the finest of papers for yes, Carly's blunts. Rolling papers, please. <laughs> the finest rolling papers. Finest. No Wi-Fi code scratches for me. Cannot do Xerox, please. That's <laughs> <laughs> how I talk to you. It is. It is a, is a flawless impression by me. Um, so then he finally gets to this little town in Italy, uh, which just really made me want to go back to Italy. I have been having like 
serious, like, I feel like Italy is calling my name. I love like, Italy. On a regular basis. I watch, not to, I, I mean, I'm going to totally go off on a tangent right now that has nothing to do with this movie. But I watched, there's, I don't know if you ever watched Roku TV. You don't have a Roku, so I'm guessing you haven't. Never have. But there's an app. I'm. You, you might be able to get it without a Roku. I don't know. Uh, but there's an app called Roku TV. And they have all these like little short TV shows you can watch. And there's like a bunch of really good ones that came out um, that Tony and I have been binging. Like a lot of comedy ones that are hilarious. Like there's the one with, um, there's one with, um, God, I can't remember their names now. But it was the girl, the woman from Always Sunny in Philadelphia. And, and uh, I can't remember the guy's name from Saturday Night Live. But th- there's one that they just put out that's absolutely hilarious don't remember the name of it sorry um but then there's another one that just came out that tony and i started watching the other day and we watched the entire series one night it was like this chef goes to italy and travels around italy to learn like the almost lost um pasta types and then brings them back to his restaurant to teach his staff and then he like brings them back basically so like these little towns that have their own types of pasta they make that like they're becoming dead towns like all the young people are moving away and so like the types of pasta that town makes is like kind of dying out like people aren't learning how to make them anymore so he's literally traveling around all these little towns and learning all these like different pasta types and then bringing it back home and showing the world these different types of pasta. pasta i'm telling you it's so amazing and it like made me really miss italy a lot i love italy anyway i love um, italy I got robbed in Italy. Oh, you did? Was it in Naples? I was unconscious at the time. (laughs) I went with my high school. I'm going to just like leave it at that. No kidding. I went with my high school and (laughs) me and uh, we all like obviously got rooms. And it was in this like hotel where. Were you in Naples? No, we were in Rome. Oh, okay. Okay. And it was in a hotel where there's like a locked door before Mm -hmm. you get to like your row of rooms you know okay okay anyway we were sleeping and someone broke into our room and like oh. went through all our shit <gasps> creepy stole our wallets stole like like that we could have definitely been murdered like it could have been a lot worse you Dude, know what i, I mean? would have been i'm such a light sleeper like there's no way i wouldn't have woken up and i, I would have been so freaked out yeah like it could have been a lot worse yeah. but they took our wallets and then luckily in the the way that we figured it out is the next day, our wallets were literally in the hallway with oh. our passports. Like, they oh left our God. passports and our wallets, but they stole all of our money. Huh. Well, at least they left your passports. And my camera. That's that could have been worse. Yeah. They were thoughtful. They were. <laughs> thoughtful they were, they didn't murder us. They probably they would have murdered us. you if they weren't, you know, thoughtful. Oh, 100%. <laughs> 100%. Anyway, let's talk about this movie. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Just trade <laughs> Italy stories instead of talking about this movie. Other than that, I loved Italy. Okay. I love it. Um, okay. Um, I also am not a huge fan of the end of this movie. I know I'm jumping around a lot. Let's talk about our monster first, if we can call her that. I don't know that we can. I don't think we can. Okay. She's something, though. So she's yeah. human. But she has this thing. It's, we have to break down the science of this. Yeah, there's a lot of of words that she uses. <laughs> so she's beautiful. Beautiful woman. 
I think her role perfectly cast, by the oh, way. Oh, I, I love she does. This is, she's fantastic. She has I love the perfect this look for this role because she has a very classic looking beauty. Uh-huh. Like it makes sense that she's been around forever. Right. So she doesn't die. But like, what is it? Every 20 years or something, she gets pregnant and then her body uses the fetus to make her young again. So she like, and then she she's kind of like a snake where she turns into a different person. She turns, she uses the sperm to create herself a new body. She basically births herself. But she's an adult when she births herself. Yeah, and she's also, but she's also a different person. Like she doesn't, she's not going to have the same personality and she's not going to look the same. Right. And when the 20 years is up, she starts turning into different monsters i'm not sure that kill people yeah they want to murder but i don't know why I don't, make any sense. I don't get it it really doesn't it doesn't make any she evolves into a different creature temporarily temporarily she gives herself a shot and they're different animal monsters there's like an octopus that one's my favorite there's of course it is uh if there was a shark one that one would be your favorite though. probably uh there's a lizard one um she looks like a goomba like from super mario brothers like the movie racist what is that that's what they're called Just joking. Super Mario Brothers. They're like the lizard head people. I know, but you know Goomba is like a kind of a s- Italian slur, so I'm just joking. Oh, um, gosh. My B. No, it's fine. I knew what you meant. Guys, <laughs> I only speak I in video game terms. I didn't think you were calling me that. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, so she turns into these other... So this is the part I don't fucking understand. Why does she turn into these other weird monster creatures that want to kill when her 20 years is up. I don't know. Like, why wouldn't she just die or some, or start aging if she didn't do this? There's a lot that I don't understand about all of this. Do you like the part where if she falls in love, then she starts aging? I want it. Oh. <laughs> I want, like, I'm just going to, sorry, spoiler alert, I guess, if you haven't seen it. So skip this part if you haven't, I guess. I wanted her to kill him at the end. I wanted her <laughs> to turn. Absolutely. I was so bummed when like he's talking and then it scrolls out. I was like, of course she's a fucking person because we just heard about her mom. It was like so predictable. I was like, this movie would have sold me if she turned into a huge asshole monster, murdered him and then like rebirthed herself. Yeah. That's what great. I wanted. Out of that would have been movie. fantastic. Right? Yeah. That would have been like a surprise ending. You don't see it coming. I would have loved it. <laughs> I, I, I knew that this was how it was going to end, but I wanted more. Instead, we have the overall uh, theme of this film is, you know, when you fall in love, your life starts to end. <laughs> yeah. When you fall in love, it's over for you. Life is over. It's all downhill. It's the beginning of the end of your life. (laughs) You're done for. She's like, why would I give up mortality? And he's like, because I love you. And I'm like, bullshit. 
You barely <laughs> know her. It. <laughs> it's fine. You've You'll seen be fine. Dynasties rise and fall. <laughs> Okay, so I did write it. So if she doesn't conceive, she turns into creatures from her evolutionary past. Apparently, unless she falls in love. In which case, that doesn't happen. I don't know. That that part really doesn't make sense. I think they wanted to add, like, this additional monster aspect, but it really doesn't make sense with the rest of everything else going on. Like, why are we (laughs) turning into octopi? I don't Murderous octopi. I think... That's the thing that confused me because it was like yeah. if she was this like primordial creature, whatever, like, but the fact that it needs to be different every time for some reason just like doesn't make sense. Yeah. I mean, maybe if they stuck with one. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, that would have been fine. Yeah. Even then, it's still kind of weird. Well, because everything needed- else is very scientific and like this could happen. It could just be a genetic mutation or a genetic defect that this happens instead of giving birth. When you have a kid, you like morph into another person using those genes. Well, because okay. like the deal, what's the deal with the syringes then? Like if what if she didn't have that, she would just turn into a weird octopus creature. I don't know what's in those syringes. I thought it was like D- like DNA. I don't know. I don't know. I don't Apparently, know. I don't remember. It doesn't make any doesn't make any fucking sense and i know that they needed to have that because he i guess like needed to see her at her literal worst and be like i still love you baby and then she should have killed him and then when so when our main character evan finds out that this is happening to her and she's turning into this monster he runs to a phone booth calls his friend from back home and tells him about it that was such a weird scene. I was it's, like, why is that in there? And then the friend doesn't help. He's just like, I'm really high, man. I got it. I can't. <laughs> Even if he wasn't high. No, just that's what I'm saying. up it's, on your friend doing that. It was literally, there was no purpose for that phone call. No. Not helpful. No. That should have ended up on the cutting room floor. Agreed. Um, I will say, like, the romantic part of it is nice. Um, ish. It has a very. Have you ever seen Before Sunrise? Um, I don't know. Before Sunrise, there's like a there's like a series of three movies, and they're like deemed to be some of the most romantic movies, whatever. Um, (laughs) (laughs) but they're very like, um, focused on dialogue. So the whole premise of Before Sunrise is um, it's a it's oh. Richard Linklater. Do you know who Richard Linklater is? Yeah, those are the Ethan Hawke movies, right? Yeah, it's Ethan okay. Hawke, and basically it's like they meet. They're traveling through Europe. They meet on a train. They, you know, he's American. She's from another European country, and they're just traveling. I think it might be Italy. Is it Italy? Vienna yeah they're there so maybe it is um they're traveling in Italy they meet on a train and they both decide that they liked each other on the train and they both decide to just spend the day together or the evening together in Italy before they have to go their separate ways so the whole movie is them spending all like day and night together in Vienna and then separating at the end of the movie and basically like falling in love but then having to leave each other at the end of the movie and the whole thing is just them talking and learning about each other. It's very, very dialogue heavy. Uh, and that's what this reminds me of. So I feel like this is like 
Justin Benson right, wrote this after seeing Before Sunrise and thinking, you know what Before Sunrise needed? A monster. Yep. Because that's basically what it is. That sounds right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I just realized that they're both in Italy. Maybe that's part of why I like drew that but, conclusion. But, but a lot of that, that dialogue in the second half mm-hmm. of the film is very reminiscent of like some of the dialogue in Before Sunrise. That makes sense. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I like, there's like <laughs> oh, a lot of things I like, but there are things that I don't like. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think that for 2015, this was their second movie. I yeah. Think. Um, yeah. I don't think it's bad. No. I think and it's I, an I interesting it's... idea. I just think it probably could have used a little bit more fleshing out in terms of story and. I agree. I totally agree. I think that's the thing. I think that there's a lot of really good stuff. Um, I like, I like everything that is happening between the two of them once mm-hmm. they are, you know, when once they meet, essentially. Yeah. Um, and then there's just there's just stuff before that that I don't like, and then there's stuff after that that I. It's not that I don't like it, but it's like. This could have been done a little differently, and I think I would have loved it. Yeah, I think the end could have been oh, more been so excited, brutal. Yeah, yes, yeah, yes. Because I mean, the end of Before Sunrise is a little bit brutal because they like fall, spend all this time falling in love and then leave each other. And this is like they spend all this time falling in love quote unquote falling in love although i kind of just feel like evan's the only one falling in love um yeah i agree and then it doesn't really matter what she wants apparently (laughs) well because she's going to be a different person once she turns anyway yeah i feel bad for her like just let her have her thing i know (laughs) if if i was like having a good a good time with someone and this happened and then he was like, oh, yeah, like, I'm an immortal monster. I'd be like, cool. It was real nice meeting you. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> He's real clingy to her. And, like, he doesn't even really know her. No. It's weird to it's, me. Yeah. He pushes so hard. And I get it. Like, he doesn't really feel like he has anybody. But but I think that's you're what You're in is Europe. Too. Travel some more, bro. You'll find people. <laughs> I think that's kind of the thing, too, is that I didn't believe that he was in love with her. Yeah. I believed that he was really lonely. Yes. And he was attracted to her. Yes. And so he he wanted that to be love. Yeah. yeah. But I don't believe that he was really in love with her. Yeah. I don't think they were really in love at all. No. Which is also kind of what makes the end not fulfilling for me. Yes. It would have been better if if it was the murder well, i mean i think that the volcano is erupting behind them too which was another layer yeah i don't know yeah same mm. i'm not convinced i guess yeah. is a good way to put it but it's a good idea an interesting idea. idea and uh and it's it's fun to watch so i mean i would still recommend it um but not my favorite from these two i recommend the endless resolution for sure yeah, uh, those are my faves. Um, yeah. but these are still worth watching. Uh, Spring is still worth watching for sure. Yes. Okay. Are we ready to move on? Yes. Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> I get really nervous when we watch important movies. 
it's like a big deal. And I feel like I never do it justice. Same. But There's here, no way I'm going to do this movie justice. But here you know what? we go. We're, We're going to try. It. The Lost Boys from 1987. It's directed by Mr. Joel Schumacher, who previously directed films such as St. Elmo's Fire, which I discussed last week, uh, Flatliners, and 8mm. It's written by Jan Fisher, James Jeremias, and Jeffrey Boehm. So in case you didn't notice, you had to have a first name that began with J to write or direct this film. Yes. Facts. A lot of alliterations. <laughs> The IMDb summary is, after moving to a new town, two brothers discover that the area is a haven for vampires. Wow. So simplified. It's the most simplified summary of all time. I love it. So, this movie. This movie. We have put off doing this movie for a while. A long while. The wheel um, decided it was time. I get the all-knowing wheel. I mean, you don't question the wheel. Never. But, yeah. yeah. No dogs were harmed. I, yes, no dogs are harmed. I was, I was, uh, I like the way they handle dogs in this movie. Same. Yeah. Very carefully. So, with I haven't seen this movie in a minute. It's been a few years. I didn't remember a lot of things about this movie, to be honest. Um, I totally spaced that it was Edward Herman. Oh, my God. Really? Yeah, I really did. <laughs> and then I saw him and I was like, oh, my God. It's Richard Gilmore. Yes. As a, as a vampire. I love him. <laughs> I forgot that Corey Feldman drops his voice so hard in this movie. And it made me laugh every single time he spoke. The Frog Brothers. Oh, man. So good. Yes. Corey Haim is just a little angel. <sighs> so cute. Every and time I saw Jamie Gertz, I just heard her voice in Twister. Gotta go. We got cows. <laughs> we haven't done that one yet. I know. We need to do that one. Is that one streaming? Put it on the wheel. I don't care. <laughs> I don't think I've seen that movie since high school. Oh, man. I love it. Um, it's so good. This movie is different. You know what? I always forget. What? The vampires fucking fly in this movie. And they sparkle in the sunlight. Do they? <laughs> Wait, what? When they are in the... <laughs> when they come up from rescuing uh, Jamie Gertz and shooting Alex Winter mm -hmm. and his goo gets all over them, they get into the car and they're sparkly. Oh. The blood, his blood... So maybe they don't sparkle, oh, they but his blood... they put glitter in the blood when they filmed it. His blood was sparkling. Yeah, the blood sparkles. Yeah. Vampire yeah. blood. And I was like, that's where she got this... No, I'm kidding. <laughs> it might be. It might be a Twilight thing. It's a Twilight thing. <clears throat> but they... Oh my God, what's happening in my voice? I need to drink wine. You got real <clears throat> excited and it went away. Oh, that's better. You just needed wine. That's what happens when I stop drinking wine. My voice goes. Um, they fly. They do fly. Like really fly. Yeah. They take they off. Turn into bats. And they ride motorcycles. Oh my God. Yes, they do. The Say what you will about this movie. These vampires are sexy. Oh, they're so sexy. They're so sexy. I... I mean, vampires are always sexy, right? Vampires are just, they're a sexy kind of monster. They're very sexorific. Arguably the sexiest monsters of them all. 
100%. So like you need sexy, but like 80s sexy is a whole different level of sexy. Let's be real. There's mullets involved. Oh, man. Very voluminous hair. The sexiest vampire mullets. Oh, my gosh. Earrings. Oh, yes. Please. Earrings. Leather. Lots of leather. Yes. Jewelry. Mm -hmm. Bleach. Mm. Lots of bleach. Lots of bleach. Yeah. Yeah. I love these vampires. I love the Lost Boy style vampire. And I love the lore behind it. Yep. I love that you got to kill the daddy vampire for all the other vampires to turn to not vampires. Yep. So good. Because that's not a lore you see very often in like new vampire things. No. But I feel like that was kind of an old school vampire thing. Yeah. It was a very old school Dracula style vampire yeah. thing. Yeah. So they like kind of took, but the garlic thing isn't real, but the holy water thing is real. Yeah. The mirrors I- <laughs> are also not real. I love when they go into the church and dip their water guns into the holy water. It's so good. And the people turn around. And they're like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> Gotta fill up. But they don't yell at them. They're like, no. yep. Vampires. That's what you do. And I love Those Grandpa. Vampires. Grandpa's the best. His car is so cool. Oh, he is so cool. He is so cool. I love I like- that he- the end is like my favorite. The end is great, but I also love like when he he just comes in the kitchen and he's like, I need something that's like aftershave. (laughs) And they come up with Windex. Windex. Because he's going to see the widow. (laughs) So great. He's like, yeah, that'll work. That'll totally work. Windex. Turns Uh, the ladies on. This movie is fan freaking tastic it's so good like i love it but i still love it every time like there's nothing that makes me cringe in this movie how many 80s movies don't make you cringe at all like not many very few (laughs) very few few. um yeah no i like i was just having so much fun the whole time yeah I, i i really just loved it so much and I was like, why has it been so long since I've seen this? I can never I, let that happen again. I think we need to take a moment to talk about the still believe saxophone guy. Oh, as he's running through my mind when I was just <laughs> talking about it. I was like, how fucking amazing is he? Do you remember the Google Doodle with that guy? No. Oh, my God. Let me yeah, see if I, I can, can find it. I was going to say, I have to Google the Google Doodle. <laughs> Still believe uh, do- Google. Do- Every time I hear anything having to do with a saxophone, I think of him. Even what, though I hadn't seen this movie in forever, he is who I thought of. Oh, yeah. He's he, it's so funny because he's like not even really in it. He's in like the smallest amount of it. He's and like, yet. He's like the guitar guy from uh mad max he's in it for like a minute but like that's what you remember when you think about mad max yeah yeah okay i cannot i cannot find this google doodle to send to you uh saxophone uh, google it's so good (laughs) google doodle i think it was a google doodle maybe it wasn't maybe it would just look like a google doodle I can't anyway, find it either. It's, it's fantastic. I'll find whatever it was that I watched and I'll, f- I'll put it in the notes or something because it's fantastic. 
Because it's a cartoon of all of them and they're all rocking out. All the little vampires are there and they're all rocking out to the saxophone guy. I think when it came out, I watched it 25 times in a row. <laughs> so whatever it was that I watched, I will find it and I'll send it to you. <laughs> He's just so amazing. All the belts. I'm looking at a picture of him right His now. His chest is fantastic. He's very it's- fit. He's tanned, he he's oiled up, he's ready to go. around his neck, chains around his wrists. He's yeah. got the half pony. Yeah. He is rocking out. Oh, I found it. I found it. Wait. Send it to me. Is it a Google Doodle? Oh, it's just a kawaii. It just says kawaii. So it's not. Someone made this, though. What a it's... brilliant person to have made such art. I haven't even seen it yet. I, well, I will send it to you. I'm going to send it to you right now because it's okay. it's kind of important. I feel like it's 100 percent important. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Absolutely. It, it's not a Google do, but it looks like one. So that's why I thought of it, I think. Anyway, I'm going to send it to you right now. Oh, it's getting dark in my room and I forgot to put my light on. <gasps> You're like me because I'm also sitting in the dark. I, <laughs> I am like you. I am. Um, so anyway, this is, this whole movie is just, yes, it's just, yes. Also, can we agree that the dog names in this movie are perfect? Absolutely, we can. Because Thorn is an amazing dog name. I thought the same thing. Manook, also a great dog name. Little Manook. Oh, that's the cutest name ever. Little Manook. I love, I love. So I don't know if it's true, but I heard that the guy from the the still believe guy, I heard that he's like a a senator or something. I don't know how true he is. That is uh, okay. Tim Capello. Yeah. Um. Because I know. Maybe he's not a senator. But I heard, I don't think he is. But someone was posting on TikTok and lying about it. About him being a senator? About him being some kind of like, um, per- I don't know, political person. Uh, let's see. Let's see. I don't but think I don't, so. I don't I'm don't looking at his Wikipedia page. You can get him on Cameo? Yeah. I, that's what I was going to say. Someone that I know has got him on Cameo. I feel like it was Justin Lore. Yes. It was the, right? Yeah, it must have been. I feel like it was Justin Lore because I only really know two people that post about any kind of cameos. And God, he's so amazing. He's amazing. Ugh, love him. I think it was him. Yeah. I think you're right. I think I remember being really jealous about it, too. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. You should oh be. my God. Everything you see when you look up Tim Capello is like super sexy sax man. Yeah. Oh my god, this is the best. So I like went to his Wikipedia page to check and as I was like scrolling up to close out, this is a line. Capello's sexual stage presence was further cultivated during his work with the Ken dolls, performing in a style dubbed porn pop. Capello oh. was known to perform in a G-string. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Oh, he was hired by Tina Turner in 84 as her keyboardist and saxophonist. Can you do me a favor? 
Yes. Can you watch the video I just oh. sent you? I don't think this can wait. I think we need to talk about it as you watch it. Okay. Okay. So and I just... Okay, please... Why? Oh, shit. That was oh. so loud. Sorry, guys. I couldn't hear it. Okay, good. Go ahead and mute it because you can just... You can hear it just by swearing. like... Swearing. Watching it. <laughs> oh, my God. This is amazing. Oh, my God. Isn't it the cutest? Look how cute he is with his little half pony and the the vampires with their mullet. Yes, they're head banging. Oh my goodness. Isn't it the greatest? You need to put it in the show notes. Be sure to put the link in the show notes. Oh, guys. I will. See the show notes for Kawhi Lost Boys, I still believe. I, I want to watch what... it again. It does almost look like a Google Doodle though, right? And maybe that's why I thought it was. Anyway, it's amazing. Oh, it's so <laughs> cute. I want to know where this party was in the 80s. I don't know. but Which I boardwalk? The one in uh, Santa Clara, apparently. I guess so. Gosh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the Amazing. 80s were, were cooler than us, I guess. The 80s were way cooler. <sighs> How so I love this. I love the whole boardwalk scene. Mm-hmm. I love the the Frog Brothers in their comic book shop. I love the record shop with the tapes. <laughs> um, Jason Mom Patrick is being a just babe, a treat. Oh, she's so cute. She's the best. She's from Parenthood. I love Diane Weiss. She is from. She best. will forever be from Practical Magic for me. Oh, Practical know, Magic too. Yeah, I know she's been in a lot of stuff, but practical magic man just to bring it back full circle uh parenthood is one of the only movies that i enjoy keanu reeves performance in oh, god bless him <laughs> he's good in that one i like him in that one a lot actually parenthood is a is one of my faves um okay i mean this movie is just so perfect i don't this is why we can't talk about these kinds of movies because <laughs> it's just i love it i love this i love this I think this movie is is another one that's like basically perfect. How do you feel about the antler death? I love all antler deaths with Dave with David. I, I do. Okay. You like um, it? I'm into antler deaths in general. Do you think that the antler death is realistic for a vampire, or am I just watching too much Buffy and feel like it needs to be wood? I mean, it's a natural substance. Sure, sure, sure. It's, so it doesn't need to be wood? If you had a steak made of antler and Buffy, would that still work? I mean, if as long as it's like it's like heart, it gets in the heart. I don't I think don't, that's true. And Buffy, I think it has to be wood. I don't know. I don't know the rules. In Speaking Buffy, of Buffy, them. this is the first film uh, or any kind of media to coin the phrase vamp out, which is very popular, use, popularly used in Buffy. I don't even remember that. That's crazy. Yeah. It's been a while since the I've watched it. The Frog Brothers them. say vamp out. Oh, the Frog Brothers. Oh, I know. They're the best. So good. Um, But I'm okay with the antler death. I'm still very, like, I still remember the first time I saw this movie and how surprised I was to find out that Richard Gilmore was, was the head vampire. I remember being very surprised by that as a child. Well, because because I like they do the fake out. Yes, they do do a fake out. So 
it's smart. It's misdirection. Yes. You know, it works. Works it's real like well. Very fright night, but then oh, we're just kidding. Oh, he's fine. Yeah. JK, no, he's not. Nope. We get when he turns into a vampire, it's kind of freaky. Yep. He looks it like is. a scary vampire for he, sure. Oh yeah. He is mean. Yeah. I don't know. I'm into it. Same. Part of me wants mom to turn into a vampire. And so they can be a vampire family. <laughs> He is that wrong? Lucy. He wanted Lucy, which is very Dracula, by the way. Yeah, it is. It is. And then Grandpa. Did you know there's a theory that Grandpa is a half half vamp? I didn't. How do you feel about that now that I, you've heard it? I don't support it. No, me neither. Because he's like I, out in the sun, just all fine. Well, yeah, he's out in the sun, all fine. And he's also like, you know, murdering vampires. People are people theorize that at the end he's not drinking root beer he's drinking animal blood and he's a taxidermist so he has access to animal animal blood. Nah, yeah, I don't like it either. I don't support it. <laughs> In the original script, I guess uh, it's it's not supposed to end on a joke with Grandpa. It's supposed to end with like the vampires like regrouping in a hotel. No, this is the perfect ending. This is a, I think it's perfect. Yeah. I think it's a perfect I ending. I love Grandpa being like, those damn vampires. It's like, <laughs> this town course. would be great if it weren't for all the damn vampires. <laughs> of course, Grandpa. Because <laughs> it's so good, because like he knew the whole time, but you know if he would have said anything, they would have been like, time for Gr- Grandpa to go away. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Grandpa's losing it. So Santa Cruz was actually known as the murder capital of the world for a period of time. Because there were a series of murders, over 28 murders over a 30-month period. That's so many murders. There were three separate killers there. <gasps> Who did it? Uh, no. Is there a documentary about John Lindley Frazier, Herbert Mullen, and Edmund Kemper. Oh, Kemper was there? Yeah, between 1970 and 1973, a total of 28 murders within those three years. Wow. Yeah. So that's why it it was actually known as the murder capital of the world. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Doesn't make you want to go there. No, but I kind of, I mean. It was the 70s. I mean, it's not now. It's over. I don't think it's known as that now. No. Yeah. It's over. It's fine. But did you know, I think that um, two of the places in the film, did I write it down? Ugh, it's like actually got damaged during an earthquake. Uh, the bandstand where the band plays no. uh, and the comic book shop were both destroyed in a in an earthquake no. in, the, in 1989. Oh, that's devastating. I know. But they still, the landmark cinema at the boardwalk still plays... This is their summer movie every year. I let's go. I know. Let's go. Let's go. I love that. I, I know, almost went too. to school in Santa Cruz. Really? Yeah. You see I, Santa Cruz? <laughs> yeah. I'm glad almost, you didn't. We never would have met. I know. Oh my god, we never would have met. And then <gasps> this, this would podcast not wouldn't exist. But if I would have been a banana slug. What? I would have been a banana slug. Why would you be a banana slug? Because that's their mascot. Oh. <laughs> Not a panther. Nope, it's a banana no slug. No heliotrope and puce for you. They're not athletic. 
They're not an athletic school. Neither was the school we went to, my love. That's very true. (laughs) We didn't even have a mascot. We did. It was the Panthers. Oh, it really? Yes. I didn't realize we had any sports teams, to be honest. We did. I know because I was on the dance team for the basketball team. Division D. Division F. (laughs) (laughs) Imagine playing basketball for a Division D school. They were not good. That's um, unfortunate. Um, neither were we as the dancers. <laughs> <laughs> Any of the good dancers at that school went to the conservatory. Um, Which is yeah. where they filmed Black Swan, by the way. There you go. There you go. There you go. Uh, yeah. Anyway. Um, yeah. And our colors are heliotrope and puce. I don't know if you know that. Puce? Yeah. Heliotrope and puce are our school colors. Do those even go together? Uh no no they do not. What was They're wrong like, with it? It's us? like blue and yellow, I think. Whenever I think of Puce, I think of Monsters Inc. I don't even know what Puce is. <laughs> I feel like I feel like it sounds like an ugly color. Yes, it does sound like an ugly color. Um, but yeah, I really don't know. <laughs> I just know that they always say it's heliotrope and puce. Anyway, we don't need to talk about this anymore. It's not exciting. Um, so there you go. Lost boys. <laughs> <laughs> we did great. Did we? Did I we? Know. I feel like I spent a lot of that time showing, finding a video to show you. <laughs> And then talking about our school colors. <laughs> and, and then. Yep. That's. Yep. <laughs> Continuing our. Our long. Uh, uh, it? <laughs> what are words? Our great job of talking about amazing movies. <laughs> it's what do they call it when you ha- do something? We're on a roll. <laughs> Why can't I think of words? Because they're hard. What's the word where you do tradition? Oh, I was not thinking about I was that. Thinking word. our long tradition of not doing good with good movies, <laughs> not doing a good job with good movies. Oh, oh, this is bad. Anyway, thanks for listening, guys. We Carly, did do you have great. anything? What? I just said we did really well. Oh yeah, we did fantastic. No complaints. Uh, do you have anything that you want to talk about? Um, let's see. What did I do? What have I done since we have last spoken? I started watching Batman the Animated Series. All right. Yeah. I watched Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, finally. And I loved it. Let me tell you guys, also (laughs) a perfect movie. Five out of five. I cried. Um... Who says five out of five? Well, because I was thinking about Letterboxd. Oh, okay. <laughs> and that was my rating. I think you would say five stars five or 10 s- out of 10. Five out of five doesn't even sound that great. It really doesn't. No. Five stars, 10 out of 10. <laughs> there you go. 100%. <laughs> <laughs> Flawless victory. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just saying good things. There you go. Um, I feel like I've been watching other stuff, but I'm not recalling anything. Oh, so. I watched Mortal Kombat, the OG. 
Yay, because it's the best one. It is the best one. It's the I best one. I can now one. say. Yeah. It's so good. It's, it's not, but Shh. it's way better than the new one. Guys, it's different. It's way better than the new one. But like a lot pe- better than the, the new one. The people that did the, the that one understood the point of the game. So that was yeah. neat. The first one actually has a game. There's actually a tournament, which yeah. is what Mortal Kombat is. So... <laughs> And I've just been watching Buffy and Angel. I think I'm driving my husband literally crazy because it's just constantly on. Like if I'm in the room and the TV is on, like I'm watching Angel or Buffy and he is uh, not loving it. He loves it. He does not. He does not love it. Um, He wants it to end um, (laughs) and it's going to take a really long time because... We have a long way to go. But watching both simultaneously takes a very long time. (laughs) So he is uh, not happy about it. He wants it to be done. (laughs) So there's that. Sorry, Tony. Whenever I go on one of my like show binges, he gets upset. He doesn't like it when I binge shows that I've seen already. And I have like a group of them that I will go back to and watch from beginning to end. Buffy's one of them, um, but I've never done a Buffy Buffy Angel simultaneous watch, so this is new for me. Um, Gilmore Girls is another. He'll get upset if I start watching that from the beginning. Blast God, what else? When I rewatched Gossip Girl, he hated it. <laughs> Basically, any show that I binge watch over and over. Veronica Mars, I think, upsets him a little less, but he's still not into it. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to think of what other dork shows I binge. I'm sure there's others. Can't think of them at the moment. Anyway. Oh, I saw Profile in the Don't movie know theaters. Is. Don't know what it's, that is. It's like a movie that's kind of done in the style of uh, Unfriended and... Okay. Uh, searching. I think the the guy that did it produced those movies. Um, okay, but it's um, it's about the undercover journalist who infiltrated um, like online propaganda channels of like mm-hmm. the Islamic State when they were trying to get young like American women and convert them and bring them oh. to Islam. You know, mm-hmm. um, the trailer is fantastic. Oh, the trailer really stressed me out, and it felt very like thriller-y. Mm-hmm. Um, the movie was good, but it did drag a little bit. It yeah. didn't have the same punch that the oh. trailer gave me the idea that I was in for. Sure. Um. But it's still it's still a, a, a really interesting story, and then I'm going to go see Quiet Place two tomorrow. I was just going to ask you if you were going to see Quiet Place two. Yeah, we, we might go see that this weekend too. Tony actually wants to see it, so that makes it easy. I it's I'm so our summer Fridays start tomorrow, mm-hmm. and so I'm taking advantage of it. Um, and I'm like not excited to see it. Like I was yeah. so excited, but now I'm like I'm just I'm seeing it because I I'm probably going to like it. I feel like. I mean the quite the first one the theater experience was phenomenal, right? Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. So I feel like this is going to be good, but like I still am not amped. You know? Yeah, I'm not at all excited about it, but I'm excited to go to the theater. And um, I heard good things, so yeah. it's probably good. Um, but, you know, I haven't. I'm not like chomping at the bit or anything. Same. It's uh, like, all right, I'm going to the movies. Yeah. Should we spin this wheel? Let's do it. Okay, let's spin the... Oh, it's not volume's not up. There we go. Ta-da! I like how you said ta-da. Magic! Oh, I'm so excited. Magic. Yes. From 1978? Yes, ma'am. All right, it's streaming on Pluto. What is this? Is that a ventriloquist dummy? It is. It is. It is. Oh, I'm so excited. Oh, my God. With Anthony Hopkins? Oh, Carly. And Anne Margaret? Oh, Carly. How do I not know about this I don't know. We're watching it. We are watching it. The wheel has spoken. The wheel has spoken. Oh, my God. What are we going to get with this? Okay, here we go. I guaranteed it's not going to go with it. There's like one... Dead silent. We've already done it, so... I'm telling you, there is like one thing on this wheel that I'm thinking that will go really well with it. I don't think that's what we're going to get. Let's see what we get. Let's see what we get. Oh, maybe. Black Roses. So that I am not familiar with. This is like Tommy B has been telling us to watch this movie for years. I am intrigued. And it's I know it has to do with like metal, I think. Oh, yeah, because the zombie on the poster is definitely throwing some horns. Yeah. So I think both of these movies will be quite quirky for us next week. I'm very excited. Tommy B has been saying Black Roses for years. And uh, he recently tweeted and was like, you need to watch this. And I'm like, I know you've been telling us. Let me see if it's streaming. And it was. I'm like, I'm just going to put it on the wheel because you've been telling us forever. And and look, the first week it's on the wheel. It gets selected. Tommy B, it was meant to be. Black Roses, turn up the volume, turn down the lights, but don't watch it alone. Oh, my gosh. So we yeah. have ventriloquist dummies and metal. Yep. I'm into it. It sounds like a great weekend for me. It's. This is going to be real fun. It's so be real fun. we've got Magic from 1978, which is streaming on Pluto TV, and then Black Roses from 1988, which is up on Shudder. Oh, I'm so excited. Yeah. <laughs> Thank gonna, you, all-knowing wheel. You genius, you. Infallible wheel. It's true. We're not worthy. We're not worthy. <laughs> all right. Cool. Well, until next week, then, I'm Amy. And I'm Carly. Oh. Bye.